to another installment of WRYH Podcast, better known as We Raise You Host, a weekly discussion of pop culture, LBG, LBG, ugh, tongue twister, LGBTQIA plus culture, and also a piece of self-care slash mental health tip. My name is Lonnie. Um, welcome back to another summit. We are on episode two of season two, and this is also the second episode of 2018. Thank you guys for hanging in there and being patient with me. Um, my weekend was pretty jam-packed. It was a good weekend, but it was also jam-packed. Um, I had a, one of my cousins on my mom's side that came up from the South and I completely forgot that she told me um, in December that she was going to come up. And she actually came up because I found out that one of my cousins, um, who has been doing his thing as far as comedy um, for a couple of years, he was having a showcase and it was going to be featured on Comedy Central. So I was a little peeved because I didn't know and I couldn't get a ticket in time. By the time they called me on Saturday... And told me that if I wanted to come, he had me. I wasn't going to make it to the city in time. So I was like, you know what? I hit him up, asked him for the next time he's supposed to perform. And definitely making my business to go. Um, and then, of course, on Sunday, I made a, a slight promise to myself to also still find the time to be, to see my family, um, my close family especially. Because I feel like I don't see them enough because I get so worked up with working during the week. And I don't find the time to go see them. And I don't want them to feel neglected. So I'm like, you know what? No. Let me make the time out to go see them. And because of that, I was not prepared to give you guys a show yesterday evening. So I'm like, I'm not going to give a half show. So I said, you know what? I'm going to wait until Monday night. And I'm going to then give you guys the show that you deserve. So here we are. And it's time for our trip at the rodeo. Um, this segment I like to call the timeline. Um, it normally speaks about anything that's going on within social media. Um, before I get there, we are still um, in a government shutdown thanks to um, Tiny Tot, I mean Agent Orange, I mean Donald Duck. He is still holding the government hostage until they reach an agreement and unfortunately he is not willing to budge on that agreement unless there is a wall involved. Um, Unfortunately, right now, there are TSA workers that are going without pay, which is bad because these are the people that actually search your luggage when you get onto a plane, and they make sure that everything is secure so everyone has a safe flight without any issues or terrorist threats or anything of the sort. They're going right now without pay. So I saw a video on, I want to say on Facebook. That there was a restaurant that was giving out um, free lunches to any TSA workers right now because, of course, like I just said, they're going without pay. And it's ridiculous that they're working basically for free and it's not even guaranteed they're going to get their money back. So um, if you're a government worker that's being forced to work right now without pay, my trust me, my patience is there with you because that makes absolutely no sense. 
So I think I am going to start with the aftermath of surviving R. Kelly. Boy, are we in for a roller coaster. Now, since the actual documentary has taken place, it, of course, has sparked a bunch of public outrage and backlash. Um, Georgia has reopened their investigation against the singer for allegations of abuse, predatory behavior, and also pedophilia. I'm reading this directly from CNN.com. It says R. Kelly could be facing an investigation in Georgia after the airing of a Lifetime documentary series that chronicled, uh, that chronicled allegations of abuse, predatory behavior, and pedophilia against the singer. Um, Gerald Greggs, an attorney for the family of Joycelyn Savage, we're going to get to that name later, one of the women featured on Surviving R. Kelly said the Fulton County D- District Attorney reached out to the Greggs, uh, to the Greggs, excuse me, a few days ago after the show aired. Greg said the Fulton County DA is conducting an invas- investigation into Kelly. Chris Hopper, the public, inform- the public information officer for the Fulton County DA, said he had no comment after being asked if there was an open investigation of Kelly in the state of Georgia. Now, the thing is, a lot of these crimes or a lot of where... This, where the incidents took place. If they didn't take place in Atlanta, they took place in Chicago. Now, um, I saw the last two parts on Friday with my cousin, my other cousin and her boyfriend, and of course, I was let alone disgusted, as per usual, because um, they went into the issue with the sex cult um, and how a lot of these women have not seen their families and they've basically been brainwashed and the one that really disgusted me was when they talked about um Azriel and the fact that she was 17 and the first time she met R. Kelly they actually had sex and that's why she was so adamant on going to see him and basically going to work with him because she felt like working with him was opening the door for her getting into the to get into the industry um, and it just it was really heartbreaking and of course it just made me even more disgusted with Robert anywho um, following the public outcry for her to do so Lady Gaga removes um, do what you want from streaming uh, from streaming services and iTunes now I checked into that and I did not see it on Apple Music and I did not see it on iTunes however I went on Tidal and do what you want is still available for streaming on Tidal um, another major one that um came into play as well. Celine Dion removed um R. Kelly's songs from streaming services. Now, this one I'm reading from that grape juice. Celine Dion is disgusted by R. Kelly and wants him wants to hit him where she knows it will hurt his pockets. The pair collaborated on a song on the song "I'm Your Angel" in 1998. And have watched it so watch it sell over five million units worldwide. Today, Selena has Celine has launched the process to have it pulled from streaming serv- streaming platforms to prevent uh, prevent Kelly from generating income from it on said platforms as a show of support to the girls and women he has molested. Now, that's a major one because her and Gaga have decided to hit him where it hurts. And the biggest statement that actually comes from all this is this coming from women that are not of color. So they actually believe the victims, their hearts are with the victims. And of course, whenever you want to hit an artist where it hurts, you're going to hit their pockets. 
why should you be making money when you have sex victims, unfortunately, that you have run with their lives? And unfortunately, and especially the climate that we're in now, things like this don't go swept under a radar like it did went back during the case. Um, Sony Records, and this is a it's just a domino effect. Blocks release of new material from R. Kelly. This is coming also from that grape juice. Um, it says Sony Music is taking a step uh, taking a stand against its trouble and troubling artist R. Kelly. The pervert, they wrote that, not me, is accused of raping children, abusing women, plotting murder, um, harassing his male staff for anal sex and and falsifying documents so he can marry a minor. Today, his evil deeds have forced his label, Sony Music, to take a stand against him by placing his career in a chokehold because they have good reason to believe all allegations are true. TMZ reports sources um, familiar with R. Kelly's contract and dealings with RCA slash Sony tell us the label will not produce any of the singer's new music. It will not put money behind any of his projects and it will not release any additional music until the criminal investigation in Georgia and other fallout result one way or the other. We're told that R. Kelly is pissed off because he's been in the studio recording the music to fulfill obligations under his RCA contract, which requires two new albums. Other sources are saying especially uh, that he's especially annoyed with Sony slash RCA won't provide money for music videos. Now, they're not wrong because at this point, he's also losing gigs. It's not just the music portion of it, he's losing gigs. And until you get that one brother or sister that also backs behind these major steps into preventing him from making any further profit, he's going to stay where he is. And unfortunately, especially for my people, my black people, we love to sit here and just disguise the sheep and be like, oh, but he didn't do it. Oh, what about so-and-so? What about this person? What about that person? No, we're not talking about them. We're talking about him. And some of the people that you guys are mentioning, which I'm not going to go into right now, most of them, if they don't already have a special, they're also being persecuted. Um, As we also saw recently, um, Kevin Spacey is also getting persecuted for his sexual sexual abuse allegations against... um, a male staff member. Um, and this came out, and this is a, actually the real reason why he wasn't in the last season of House of Cards. is because of that. And they pulled him actually from the show. Now, because he wasn't there, I didn't finish watching House of Cards. That's neither here nor there. Um, in other news, uh, let's see. Do I do the marital drama? Or do I do the halftime performer one? Well, no, we're going to go into the Black Effect. The Black Effect is something that I want to start whenever I see a person of color thriving or making history. In this sense, we have a person of color that is making history. Um, Missy Elliott makes history as the first female rapper to be inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. This is coming from um, The Shade Room. Congratulations are in order to the legendary Missy Elliott. We previously reported that Missy was nominated to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Now she will officially make history as the first female rapper to be inducted. According to Billboard, the Songwriters Hall of Fame announced announced the inductees for their 2019 class. 
Aside from Missy, other inductees include August, um, excuse me, Dallas Austin, Tom D. Hall, John Prune, um, excuse me, Prune. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his name, and other people that I don't know. So she is, of course, making history as the first female rapper to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. So definitely congrats. And it is long time earned and deserved. Um, judge urges Keisha Cole to finalize divorce or case will be thrown out. Now, a lot of you guys didn't know that Keisha technically is still married on paper to her strange husband, um, Daniel Booby. <laughs> um, a child. I don't even know why I'm calling a grown man Booby. A judge is warning Keisha Cole. This is coming from that. Um, where does this come from? The shade room. Um, a judge is warning Keisha Cole that if she does not hurry up and finalize her divorce from Daniel Gibson, that's his last name, um, the case will be dismissed and the couple will remain married. On Thursday, the court documents were filed in the case informing Keisha and Daniel, also known as Booby, that they need to update the court and the status of their case. Neither of them have filed a single document in the case since October 2017. Now, Keisha took into the comment section under that post, which, of course, she saw her name. Um, and she said there's two conditions that he wants in a divorce and that she's not willing to sign for, which is he wants spousal support and he also wants full custody of their son. Now, um, he also got on live after he saw what was going on and he specified that that's not true. Actually, the both of them want the divorce to go through. They're both actually dating other people and their co-parenting relationship actually is at its best right now. So their main concern is just making sure that they still raise a healthy, well-rounded child. So best of luck to both of them. Um, and my final piece that I have for the timeline is that the halftime performance has officially been announced. It is going to be Maroon, um, Maroon 5 with Travis Scott and Big Boy. Now, Travis has specified, and this comes from the shade room, that he only agreed to perform if the NFL donated to a charity. Um, it says here, last month it was revealed that Travis Scott would join Maroon 5 during the Super Bowl halftime show in February. The announcement was met with different reactions from all over. However, it has been revealed that Travis signed on after the NFL agreed to join him in donating to a cause for social justice. According to Billboard, a source close to the negotiations confirmed that Travis required the NFL to make a joint donation to an organization fighting for social justice in order for him to sign on as a performer for the show. Travis made a $500,000 donation in partnership with the NFL to Social Justice Allocator Dream Courts, which is an organization founded by Van Jones. Travis said in the statement, I back anyone who jo- I back anyone who takes a stand for what they believe in. I know being an artist that it is in my power to inspire. So before confirming that the Super Bowl halftime performance, I made sure to partner with the NFL on this important donation. I'm proud to support Dream Courts and the work that they do and that they will hopefully inspire and promote change. Now I have mixed feelings about this because I feel like you're basically spitting in the face of everyone that has come and basically said they will not do the halftime show and support a Kaepernick. Now, in support of Kaepernick, you had a few celebrities that turned down the actual slot. One of them namely be, um, being Rihanna. 
Now, it was rumored she turned it down in support of him. And I think also Cardi said if they offered it to her, she would decline it because of basically how they treated Kaepernick. Now, I know his intentions were good. It's going to be met with a lot of backlash. Um, and it's not going to be a good one because I think a lot of people are not going to watch the Super Bowl because I thought we were supposed to be protesting the NFL, but y'all niggas will still sit here and go watch a game every Sunday. But that's none of my business, though, um, that y'all are ununited, but yet y'all are united to um, stand up for Robert. So I'm not surprised. Why not take a stand against somebody that actually gives a damn if you about you being killed? Opposed to taking stand for a sexual predator. But you know, who am I but someone just judging your parents' um, logic and moral skills that they embedded into some of you? But I digress. It's time for you to refill my cup so we can get into the nitty gritty. And I will be right back. Hey, what's up, you guys? And once again, thank you for tuning in to WRYH Podcast, better known as also Who Raised You Host. I can be found on all social media platforms at WRYH Podcast. Once again, I can be found on all social media platforms at WRYH Podcast. And as always, we appreciate and love your support. Please like, rate, subscribe. Get us out to your friends. Please don't forget to rate us. It gets us up in the rankings. And let's get back to this good old show. When you make your eggs in the morning, um, do you like the yolk in your eggs? Do you like it scrambled? Probably add some cheese in it, some salt, pepper, whatever you do. But do you understand that sometimes you see how the yolk holds it together and gives the flavor and all that good stuff? Some of the times our, friend, our friendships or even relationships aren't equally yoked. What is equally yoked? Um, it's basically meaning all it's so many ways you can describe being equally yoked. It's basically like giving an order to receive or expecting it to be done on the same level or same capacity. Um, it actually is a biblical thing. Um, the exact passage escapes me at the moment, and that's okay too. But sometimes we have to check our friendships and our relationships and see if they're equal. In a transparent moment, I we as we all have been, I've been trash to certain people. I've been a treasure and I've been trash at the same time. But sometimes we have to check to see if we're equally yoked in said friendship or relationship. Meaning as much effort as I'm putting into this friendship, am I receiving it back? Me, um, for instance, I had um a situation where I was relying on a friend for a certain particular moment in time in my life and I thought that I could rely on this friend and come to find out I couldn't and I found out literally last minute when I really needed this friend that all of a sudden they decided to reevaluate our friendship and realize that it was one-sided but did it but also in this reevaluation forgot to include the times that I was a true and genuine friend to said person. Sometimes you have to go back, and especially as I get older and as I go into, of course, this new year, because I hate being stereotypical with it. Sometimes you have to go back and look at certain situations and certain relationships and evaluate them to see if you put out more than you receive or is this person putting out more than they receive. 
And sometimes it may not be you. It could be that friend that is putting more into you. Um, how to fix being uneven in a relationship or a friendship, realizing when that person is doing too much or you're taking advantage. It's very easy for us to take advantage of somebody um, and not realizing that we're doing it. But if you're looking at it as if I'm reaching out to this person because I know what they will and will not do for me and I know I'm in a bind and I know for a fact they're going to say yes to whatever I need them to do, then you're using that friend. And that means that friendship is not being equally yoked. That means they're putting out more than they receive and vice versa. You can sit here and go literally out of your way for a friend, literally out of your way. Like you're doing everything imaginable to help said friend. Oh, they need to do this or I got to send them money because they got to do this, that and the third. Or I promise I'll pick them up from work and this and the third. But when it's time for them to be a friend, all of a sudden they're busy. They can't. They don't have it on them right now. That means you're putting out more in the friendship than you're receiving. And sometimes it hurts to reevaluate or even cut those people off. But if you feel as if this friendship, you're not going to benefit or gain anything else from the friendship, then let it go. We are in a season and a time where it is okay to cut ties with anything that's not that we're not feeding or benefiting from anymore. It hurts to lose friends. No one wants to do it, but sometimes you have to decipher whether that person's coming to your life for a reason or for a season. And when someone really shows you their true intentions for why they're friends with you in the first place, I need you to believe them. I need you to understand that though seeing the truth may hurt you, it was meant for you to see for a reason and for you to learn from it. A lot of us will see the truth and run opposed to going forward with it and understanding that God is trying to show me something and I need to open my eyes to see exactly what he's talking about or what is being said without it actually being said to me. It's okay for you to feel like I'm the friend that gives too much, but you can also be the friend that has had enough. Get up from that relationship, get up from that friendship and walk away. It's perfectly fine. But when you know that the yoke is uneven, you'll know and you won't have to say anything. And this even goes for people that are like entrepreneurs or people that work within a field that requires networking. If I have a friend, let's say another podcaster, and I feel as if I'm giving too much, I'm giving them too many ideas for topics or how they should run their show or possibly editing tools that they haven't thought of and that they're not using, but I don't get the same from them in return, we're not even. We're not even. And it has to be equal. I've been trash to some of the people in the network and I'm trying my hardest to do better because, of course, I want better. I want to strive. I want to thrive. I want to succeed. But I'm not going to get anywhere if I don't put out what's being given to me in the same process. I hope I'm making sense to you guys. It's just about knowing and understanding when you've reached that limit or when you need to step back and evaluate someone's purpose or even belonging in your life and understanding it has to be equal in all aspects, not just one, but it has to be equal in all. 
I think I had enough of the thread today. But I do have one more thing for you guys. And of course, it is a self-care tip. Um, my self-care tip is you're not perfect. I know it sounds really weird to hear coming from me, but you're not perfect. One of the things and one of the flaws that I've decided to do um, is starting to know my flaws so no one can use them against me. I have, unfortunately, the worst reaction to certain things, and I'm highly emotional. So in the process of me being upset, I also can give off this emotion of basically just nasty energy, not even negative, just nasty. Like I'm in a space, I'm in my moment and I need to have it. And sometimes in certain instances, I hop right out of it. Like that's disgusting. And why would I want someone to do that? Why would I do that to someone knowing I don't want them to do it to me too? So we are all striving to appear to be perfect, whether you're trying to look perfect for social media, whether you're trying to look perfect for family or friends, you are not perfect. There's no one walking this earth that is perfect or that can say, oh, I'm without flaw. I have this. I have that. And I don't have any issues, but they can be real nasty mentally, meaning they need to seek some type of therapy. They're crying behind closed doors or they feel like their life is crumbling and they don't know where to start to even fix it. You are not perfect. You're not meant to be a perfectionist. And Things in life are not going to come to you. It's going to take some type of trial or tribulation. And what you get from that trial or that tribulation, it makes you the better person. So know and understand something. You're not perfect. It's okay for you not to be perfect. I love the fact that you're not perfect. And anyone that tells you you need to be perfect or you have to look a certain way or you have to give off a certain image to impress others, then that person is trash. And I don't even care if it's your mama or your daddy. They're trash because no one should force you to be something that you're not authentically. I hope I made sense to you. I know I made sense to myself because I had to give myself that word today. <laughs> well, I'm sorry y'all didn't get that much last today. Um, I wanted to give a few shout outs before I left. Um... I wanted to definitely give a shout out, as always, to Aaliyah for helping out whenever she can. Um, if you guys didn't know, she is officially my resident co-host. She's not here today. Um, you'll see Aaliyah, you won't see Aaliyah all the time, but when she does appear, just know you're about to have a good time. I want to take the time out to once again thank Fabian Mitchell for appearing on last week's episode, which was incredibly hilarious. As y'all heard, I couldn't stop laughing while we were recording. Um... A few shout outs to my family. My cousin Tamara, her boyfriend, um, Chinese. I'm not going to call him by his real name because he always say I never shout him out, even though he listens faithfully. Um, I wanted to take the time out to shout out a few podcasts as well. Um, Gay Side Stories with Trillificent. Um, I want to shout out, of course, The Outline with Kevin Dwayne, my mentor in, in just about everything when it comes to podcasting. Um, and a whole uprising shout out to you guys of course as always the goat of podcasting the read um, and I think that's all I got for now I want to definitely expand into supporting more podcasts this year um, it's time for me to start networking and branching out because of course I'm nothing without a network y'all know the network makes the net worth 
So, with that being said, I think that pretty much concludes this week's episode. Sorry it's not longer. It's just right for me. (laughs) Um, I will see you guys again on Sunday. And thank you guys so much for respecting the delay. Life happens. I try. But sometimes you will just get an episode on a Monday. On Monday, opposed to having it late Sunday evening. I will see you guys next week. Peace out.